three. Hello. Hey, welcome. Sup? It's uh, it's Talk Comics to me. It's Thursday, and I don't know, week's been something. It's December 9th. Um, we missed Pearl Harbor Day. <laughs> Did we record on? No, we did not. Record no, we on. didn't. That's what I'm saying. Is like a time did not match up for us. We we completely missed Pearl Harbor Day. So thank but you to our troops. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is Talk Comics to me. I'm Champ Champenstein. Um, I am Heather. And you know, it's December. It's the year of the year. We're I, done. Yeah, it's you know, 2021 was something else. 2020 was something else. Eventually, maybe we'll have just a year of like. I don't know how much more I can. <laughs> <laughs> I feel fine. I feel definitely fine. I don't feel insane by any means. But as long as we have this and you, you know, things can be okay. We got this. And we're still gay, so, you know, we're better than straights. True. So, true. We got that going for us. Can you imagine? <laughs> no, I cannot. Sounds like a terrible time. It really does. I would have no fashion sense. <laughs> I, I already don't. So it's I know fine. And that was that was. And mine would get even worse. That is the joke. Because I do remember. Well, I was still gay, but I was like trying to be very feminine. So I guess that's also. I was just like. I wore a dress one time. <laughs> I'm just thinking about when I wore like sh- like layered tank tops or like. Those shirts that are like this, but I wore like a tank top underneath. Oh, okay. Like early 2000s fashion. Yeah, yeah. I, I really I really had a, a love for that stuff. It was a little uh, Y2K. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's... Well, we're going to move on to comics. We don't have anything else. We're terrible <laughs> at jokes. <laughs> I don't my, know. You, you you hit those. Those are great. My hands are greasy because I was just touching my hair. So next, I mean first, <laughs> um, I have Batman. This is issue 118. This is the start of the new story arc. It says on here a new chapter begins. Penis. Yeah, he's got a small package on this one. Um, I do love Jorge Molina a lot. I do think that he did incredible in this. The story it was it was all right. Okay. It, it was all right. Um, I, I myself have not read too much Batman, as you know, maybe two story arcs altogether. Um, I mean, I think you have to stop saying that at this point. You've, I, read, you've read enough Batman that you can't say that anymore. <laughs> I haven't read a lot of variations, like different people writing him. Or I guess, that that, kind I, of stuff. I suppose, but you've been reading Detective. That's. And right now you're reading that DC Dark Knights of Steel, which is. So, yeah. And DC versus Vampires, which has Batman in it. Yeah. Okay, so, so I've read some Batman. I would, you know, I would consider myself an officiato of, of <laughs> Batman. Um, but anyway, yeah, this starts a new story arc. This is, um, takes place obviously after Fear State. Uh, Gotham is trying to get back to where they were. Batman's trying to get back to where he was. Um, trying to get people Just to beating not up poor people. It, he does a lot better in here. Um, there was one page I can't even remember what it was though. Um, there was a page that made me laugh really hard at something that he said, but I just can't remember what it was now. Um, but this introduces. Like, this was a big deal when it was solicited because it's introducing a new villain or a new character in it. Um, and it was really weird how they did it in here because he's already dead. Okay. Like, it, it, I, I might have, like, I don't know, I guess that's a spoiler, but it, it's like, I was expecting more for this character and he was introduced in a very weird way. So it's like that, um, that movie uh, Irreversible with uh i believe vincent castile in it and uh anyway it starts at the end of the movie and then goes backwards to show you like what happened yeah i feel like i know yeah or i know movies irreversible i think is i'm pretty sure that's what it's called uh but that's kind of what i feel like is going to be starting here like it gave you the the ending of this story arc and it's going to be taking you back like one issue at a time to kind of explain like what happened and introduce that character more mm-hmm. which is cool i guess it's it's a very interesting way to do it but i i wanted more for this first one because the that's the introduction mm-hmm. and that that was really it so batman is pretty much investigating the 
the death of this new person. But it, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to stick with it for a while because I, I did enjoy the whole murder mystery of it. <laughs> Could be good. Uh, Batman. Batman. Uh, so now on to Devil's Reign. This is the first issue of six. It's a, a Marvel event. It's a... It's a big event. It's a big event. It does involve all of the New York City superheroes. Um... So basically, Kingpin is just like some supernatural shit is going on. I need to stop this. The heroes of New York. So heroes can't do anything without being arrested. It's also to help his son, who's the Kingpin right now. The Kingpin. Yeah, the Kingpin. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's a. Uh, the art's really great. Like beyond beautiful. Um. Why am I? Geppetto does it? Geppetto, yes, that's... Why, where's Marco? Why, why? Where are you at, baby? I can't believe you didn't do that word search. <laughs> I'm just going to write in my comic book. Don't worry about well, why, it. Why else would they put a word search yeah. in there? You're supposed to do it. Marco Geppetto. 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 We're going to figure this out. I'm going to actually have to look this up someday and not fuck it up beyond belief. And then Marcio Minez does the the colors, and the colors are also really mm-hmm. good. Uh, but yeah, it's like, I don't know if it's the art that I really liked, or if I did think it was like a fun, or like not a fun story, but like an intriguing story. Like, I feel like it's just that idea is played out, so I don't, it feels exhausting. Yeah. It feels exhausting to do this. But we'll Especially see. when you're already reading Daredevil. Yeah, like, and then I, I just want, like, and that's it. I just want Daredevil, but then it's, like, this is, like, somewhat Daredevil-focused, and I'm getting the Elektra book that, like, goes along with this, but I'm not going to get any of the other tie-ins. It's just, I don't know. There's a lot of them. Yeah, it's, like, I, if I wanted to read this story, I would have. And I didn't want to any of the times I've seen, like, this story kind of take place, and I just, like dip out yeah that's fair and it's just like such a i know i i'm sure other people would enjoy it especially if they like marvel things and like chips a very talented writer so it is it flows really well and the art is really great but i mean like i said i feel like if you're reading daredevil then you kind of don't really like i understand the appeal but it just feels like such a shift in the story too because i don't know (laughs) <laughs> I, no bad words. No bad words. It's just like not what uh, I'm gonna keep reading it. Just out of well, I want to know. Six issues. It's too. only six issues. I'll enjoy the art. I don't think I'll hate the story unless something just buck wild happens. But I do want to say Tony Stark is a fairly like prominent part of this story, and you know I hate Tony Stark. <laughs> so for me. I don't, like, you know, that's part of the other aspect of it. I'm just like, mm. I feel like mm. I've heard, like, in the last few days, so many people say they hate Tony Stark, and that's probably why I keep saying, oh, I love Tony Stark. I mean, it's fine. I feel like it's fine for anyone to like Tony Stark. I just don't like him because I don't that's like. Fair. He's a very I don't like, unlikable person. I don't like rich assholes, so <laughs> I don't have any love yep. for Tony Stark. But, yeah, I, someone said that yesterday, and I can't remember who, but it, like, I, I my phone heard it, obviously, because then an article popped up, like, later that was, like, 10 reasons why Tony Stark is a piece of shit. So it, it wasn't that, but it was, like, along the lines of that. Mm-hmm. And one of the first things, because I was like, I'm curious, let me read. I read one thing, and it was, like, the first one from one of the movies when he shoots Sam out of the sky for Sam accidentally not helping someone else, and Sam even apologized for it, and that was Tony's, like, way of getting... I was like... Yeah, the dude's a dick. I remember, like, one of my my first ex, like, my first ex, my college ex who got me into comics, he had some Iron Man comics, and I I remember reading them, but I don't remember what they are right now. But I remember when I came out of that, and who I was then is a lot different than who I am now, but I still hated the dude. Like, I still came out of it just like, that guy's, fuck him. Like, straight up. 
fuck that dude. That dude's a turd. And yeah, and one of my friends at the time was also like, was also like, yeah, I'm, I love Tony Stark. I'm like, Tony Stark was like, you're an awful person. Anyway, that's... that's I like a- the novelty of Tony Stark, but the dude is a dick. Yeah. Like, I think I, when I say novelty, I mean, I like saying that I like Tony Stark when other people say they hate him because I hate agreeing with other people. Yes. <laughs> that's a whole thing in psychology yeah okay i'm gonna go on now otherwise we're gonna talk about tony stark for another 20 minutes um (laughs) can't do that no so i have one star squadron um this is by mark russell and steve lieber uh i believe dave stewart does the colors that makes sense why can't I find where they put anyone's names in comic books anymore? DC always puts them at the end. Yeah, like that's fucking right. fuck boys. <laughs> yes, so Dave Stewart does the colors. Uh, I got this because I love Steve Lieber like a bunch. I love his art so much. Um, Mark Russell, I don't. Oh, I'm reading Dead Box. Oh, that's Mark he, yeah, I okay. believe it's Mark Russell as well. So I, you know, was just like I'll jump into this and basically a bunch of. B or C and D superheroes are doing like a doing gig work. That's so cute. <laughs> Just like, you know, videos saying happy birthday to people. Cameos, and, commercials. Answering phones, mm-hmm. showing up to places, security. So yeah, just like gig work. Um, and it's just all based in this like business and at some point these nurses drop off a man who can't really remember anything about who he is or anything and that's kind of where this book starts it's is it a superhero yes it's alluding to yeah okay yeah yeah um so yeah i'm excited to see where it goes and there is you know a twist of like the the power balance being thrown off within the small business to to like higher ups and I don't know. I'm excited. I really, I really miss Steve Lieber's like art after like Superman, Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen, Jim Jim, and I read that one uh, cave book by him as well. Why can't I think of what it's called right now? Um, fuck. Well, I'll figure it out. I know. I'll, exactly. I'll have it I'm scroll like, across the screen. It'll it'll be here. Don't worry. We'll know. Yeah, but if you're listening on uh, Spotify, jokes on you. <laughs> you're just gonna have to imagine. <laughs> yeah. it. Re- remember, it's about caves. Go back like two months. It's it's in there. The one where the cave fills up when we were having those nightmares. Yeah. About the <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yep. So anyway, that's all I have to say about that. I do highly, highly suggest this book. It's just that is also only six issues. It's only so. yeah, it's only six issues. You don't have to know anybody to understand because it fills in the blanks and also just it's one of those kind of stories. I think. Okay. Uh, and I don't know. I just I love a silly, serious story. It looked very interesting. I kind of flipped through it yesterday and considered like reading it, but some, a lot of the stuff that I didn't get that I wanted to read, I just never got around to reading. So this is my life. I read so many comics this week. I read three extra too. I didn't read any extra. I barely finished my own. Uh, so this is Daisy. This is issue number one. I almost said Davy. This is Davy. <laughs> this is Davy. <laughs> Um, this is a Dark Horse comic. I, I really enjoy Dark Horse comics. A lot of my favorite series are through Dark Horse, so mm-hmm. I think that was part of the reason I added it. Plus, like, look at how sick this cover is. Yeah, the cover is really, really cool. You know but- who that is? Stacy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> I also really like the art is one of the, I'm just gonna stop I'm, I can't focus right now after you saying that um the art is very the good. art is so good um the art and story are bark hard fart are by Colin Lorimer mm-hmm. and then the colors are Joanna Lafente and Anita Vu with Jim Campbell doing stuff as yeah. well. Yeah, we know Jim um, Campbell. So what's the story about? Angels and giants? Yeah, it's about basically <laughs> uh, a cult. So this woman's 
Uh, this woman's son had gone missing however long ago. It's It's been a while. I can't remember. At three years, Three think. years, yeah. Um, and she gets a random call. Um, it is about angels and giants, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah. Heather, I thought I understood it. No, it was you did. very you did. hard you did. to understand. Um, but she gets a call from some unknown person that's basically like, I've got information on your son. And she's like, well, let me trace this phone call because she knows how to do all that stuff. Because she used to be a cop. Yes. Um, so she traces it to this town, uh, to this one particular house. So she ends up going to the police and is like, hey, this is where I got this phone call. This is all the information you need to know. And he offers to take her there to kind of investigate. And as they are investigating the house, some things are um, there that allude to something like bigger, like a bigger picture of mm-hmm. things that are going on, like why this kid is missing, who these people are, and who Daisy is. Um, but it's very culty and very religious. Yeah. And it is very good. I, I really enjoyed this first issue a lot. Uh, I knew that I was going to, especially because it's like, I don't know. It, it just reminds me of just the Old Testament in general. Mm-hmm. Like it was just a weird one. Yeah, no, it's it was such a weird book, and I liked, I don't, I like the cadence of it, and like yeah. the way it flowed, and like the, the colors, like the colors and the art really like sold me, and just like certain pages and shots, like the way it just was like, the the heaviness of it, yeah. like it felt so confusing reading it though, because I was just like, I don't, I wanted, I wanted to read this book because I was really interested in it, and then I was reading and I was like, what the. F- fuck is this about yeah no it's, it's what am i like, like what am i reading do like and that's why when you like we're like it's a it's culty and i was like is it though about angels and like, yeah. angels and giants though like, yeah it's like a it's a religious why are, why are these cult. angels and these giants fighting yeah. mom so, i love like religious artwork i love like religious stories anything religious i'm not a religious person though i don't give a mm-hmm. fuck i don't believe in god that dude does not exist but you, you can believe in God if you want to. I do want if, to say that. If you would if you like to, to yeah. you can. But I'm going to tell you what's up about that. I'm kidding. I won't. You're, <laughs> any, you're, anyone is free to believe whatever they want. These are my personal beliefs. Um, but I loved this story a lot because of all of the... I don't know what you would call them. Excerpts from the Bible. That, yeah. That is used as the like narration and stuff. I think that's why I, I liked the story so much was it was it reminded me of being little. <laughs> I wasn't in a cult. I'm not saying that. Yeah. I just uh, I come from a pretty religious family, so yeah, it's weird. I, I also come from a fairly religious. Yeah, but they're Catholic, and it's really not not like super Catholic, but you know, Catholic enough. I am Southern Baptist, and not as Catholic <laughs> as Chris's parents. Oh God, I can't imagine Catholic. <laughs> Chris had to go to Catholic school. I, I was I was going to say some very inappropriate things, and I didn't for <laughs> the respect that I have for you and your partner. I was going to base it on my own experiences of my, my older Catholic friends, and I was about to tell you a story that, again, is very inappropriate, especially for podcasting. I'll tell you afterwards. Okay. Uh, tune in for our XXX version of talk comics to me on our future Patreon. Yeah, no, that is just straight up called talk dirty to me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I would highly suggest this book. I think it's a, it's not fun. I think it's really interesting yeah. and like very like dynamic in the storytelling and worth a pick. Like at least this first issue, If you, it's only five issues, but if you're looking for something to like just like grab and read off the shelf, it's For fans it. of um, True Detective. For fans of Angels and Demons, that book by Dan Brown. Yeah, I was going to say the movie with Tom Hanks. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on. I have Pirate Queen. This is issue number three. This is a bad idea story. Um, I don't really know what to say about this one, just because like not a lot happens in there. She um, is on a quest to avenge the death of her husband. She is super pregnant. In the last issue, she kind of gets, like, caught on her way to, like, kill him. Mm-hmm. Um, she does not get killed, but she does start giving birth. There's smears all over this. Um, but, yeah, it's just there. a lot happens in here, but also at the same time, it doesn't really feel like it does 
it just didn't feel like it moved far enough for the plot, I mm-hmm. guess. Uh, still absolutely love the art. It's beautiful. The colors are beautiful. There's a whole sex scene, and I didn't even care that she was pregnant. I was about to say, is that sex? <laughs> yeah. No, that was that's super sex right there. Oh, I didn't even see that. Yeah. Um, there, Got it's, some sex books this It's week. a very horny book. Um, yeah. it's. I mean, it's not bad. It's definitely not bad. I surprise, think surprise. You're reading a horny book. Who would have thought? This is not religious trauma at all <laughs> i just want gonna read all the smut i possibly can i just want to put that out there this is me just enjoying my life um i do really enjoy the book um i don't know how it's going to end like i literally have no idea how it could possibly end uh unless she dies or her baby is born not alive just there's so many things that could happen that i don't think that they will do so yeah i'm just like keeping an open mind not really thinking about it, and I'm just letting it come to me. Okay. I think there's one issue left, because I think it is a four-issue series, and with that, I am a little more... <laughs> I am a little more excited to see the end, because, again, not so much happened in this issue, okay. so it's like, I need an explosion, and I need a big bang. <laughs> like an actual, like... Uh, I need, like... Gang bang. Oh. Okay, I'm sure the mic pick that up. I doubt it. <laughs> okay, okay, I get it. Do you? I. Heather, I know I am a prude, but you don't have to like do this on the podcast. You can edit it out here. <laughs> I won't though. Okay, that's I'm, I still, you know what? I'm gonna just talk about comic books. Yeah, we just don't... go along. Um, I have Arkham City, The Order of the. The world. God, I keep trying to say new world. <laughs> I every time I see that now, that's what I do, and I love that cover. Yeah, no, this cover is great. This like this book is really good. I really, really like it. It's very interesting and it's very, very weird. I don't really want to say a lot about it because I think it's worth just picking up and following what happens. I guess the basic idea is a a uh, psychiatrist at who worked at Arkham Asylum is searching for her patients after the Joker like explodes Arkham and all of the villains are just like all across the city and it's just it's very weird it's I love the flow of the story and how she like I don't know kind of you know goes down this rabbit hole which you can see happening but it's not done in a way that's just like ugh. right at least I don't feel that way um and the art is really good the art is, is it just still like that so, really crazy art yeah yeah it's still that I guess yeah love that and I think it just fits so well with what's happening mm-hmm. within the story good. it's just it's really good I I highly recommend this, and especially if you like horror of any like type, I think it's a nice like little psychological thriller. Also, just like you know, just weird shit. We love weird shit. That's true. We do. Um, I'm I'm on a Batman run, so I'm just we gonna got keep going. So many Batmans. Um, this is Batman eighty nine. This is number four. There's only two more issues. I don't remember if I talked about three. Or if I, I don't re- think you did because... Or if I read it off off in, like, a different time frame. Because I, I... Oh, yeah, because I don't think I had time to get to it. Because yeah. I think I have, like, a pile like this. And I was like... That was mm. a fat stack. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, just continuing the little story of, like, what would happen between Batman and Batman Returns, I believe. I see this, say this every time. So, uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's all right. I don't hate it. I don't have a lot of, like, very strong feelings on it. It's not like I love... I don't look forward to reading it, necessarily. It's, it's just a book that it's you just read. A, yeah, it's a book that I read that I also am just like, yeah, it's, like, entertaining. Mm-hmm. That's fair. It's just if, a regular if, old Batman book. Yeah, if I didn't work at a comic book shop and get, like, trade for, for myself, I probably wouldn't read it. That's, Unless yeah. I fucking love the shit out of, like... Batman and Batman Returns. I feel like... Like, I would have to be a huge fan of that. Like, I... I like the art enough, and I usually like, um... God damn it. 
This isn't in the back. I fucked up. There. It's okay. Joe Cunanis. Cunanis? Cunanis. Cunanis. Uh, okay. Okay. I usually really like enjoy his art, but like, and I do, and I do in this book. But there's some things that I just don't like about the way this looks, mm-hmm. and I don't know what it is, which is unfortunate. I don't, I don't like saying bad things, and like I said, I normally do like his work quite a bit. So it just, I feel like for that book, there's like only a handful of people that get it, and I feel like maybe it's the colors. Yeah. That that could be it's it's like too shiny. Yeah, I was gonna say I feel like any book that takes place in Gotham needs to have like a dark edge to it. Yeah, and I guess if this is also following off of the movies, mm-hmm. like the Tim Burton movies, it should be a little yeah darker. Right. But yeah, and I don't know. It's it's okay. I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's good. It's just a book. It's just a book I'm reading. That's fair. You're allowed to have whatever opinion you want. Yeah, and I think that's my opinion. Like I said, I think if you're a huge fan of these, you might like it. I just, I don't know. Okay, so now I have the More Batman. More Batman. The Joker, a puzzle box. This is issue number five. I love that cover. Look how good he looks. Yeah. Uh, I do love this cover. It's so good. This is good. Uh, Once again, this is just the story of... That's a good face. Yeah. I love that. The art is really great in this, like, first part. And I guess the rest. Um, (laughs) Just in the first part. Uh, Just people getting interrogated about this puzzle box. Um, The one funny thing I do have about this book, Mm -hmm. I do want to (laughs) say... Chris and I have been watching a lot of Red Letter Media videos. What is that? So it's just, like... I know the name, but I can't... It's, like, old... Not. I, I don't want to say old dudes, because they're probably not, like... I mean, they're, like, ten years older than us. That's old. <laughs> I, and that's, like, probably, like, pushing it. Yeah. They're probably not that much older than us. Anyway, so they, like, review movies and shit. That's that's probably why it's Yeah, and they do, that. like, um, a show, like, called Best of the Worst, okay. and they, like... I don't know. Lots of stuff. Best of the Worst is great. Anyway, Chris has been making me watch this YouTube. I don't normally watch YouTube stuff. So For the I, games? Uh, no, and it's the games I do watch YouTube videos. Okay, too. okay, okay. But, but this is just Red Letter Media is literally just like movies and TV shows and stuff. Okay. Um, but they do this show called Best of the Worst, and sometimes they have guests, and they've had this guest um, who's a comic book artist. And Chris, last night we watched an episode with him, and he was like, oh, yeah, this guy's a comic book artist. And I was like, I know we watched an episode with him before mm-hmm. he's like oh do you know any of his work and i was like i'm pretty sure i don't really and i looked it up his name's uh freddie williams the <laughs> second he does uh batman ninja turtles okay and then i like open up this comic book to read it today <laughs> or last night while we were watching oh. it and freddie williams the second is here and i was Cute. just like chris i love that yeah so i was like it, i thought that was a little funny like yeah. thing where i was like very good unfortunate that i've been watching so much yeah youtube videos and especially something like that no offense to any anybody because i think that's that's fine you're watching us i just don't we're listening and we're listening i i don't know i don't normally do it so it's uh it was interesting it was fun and then i read this book with him in it it was good I love, like, making those connections with things. That's how I discovered that the last podcast on the left had a comic. Yeah. (laughs) It wasn't from working in a shop. It was, you know. I just, yeah, it was fun because, especially with the connection with Chris just being like, oh, you know, that guy's working. I had literally just looked him up on Wikipedia Mm -hmm. and just was like, oh, this is what he does or what he's known for. Set my phone down, read one comic, picked this one up to read, and I was like, holy shit. Very good. We go full circle tonight. Um, more true detective. <laughs> uh, also, yeah, if you like movies and old men, Red Letter Media is fun to watch. Old men. Old men. <laughs> okay, this is Inferno. This is issue number three. How many are there in this? Six? Six. There's supposed to be six? I don't know. You should just like say what you t- said to me in your text message because I think that's a perfect... Oh, Okay. In my head, I had the the quote for it too, but I had it changed so it like fit 
mine. Okay, I said... Me reading Inferno is like that episode of The Office where Michael Scott talks about the vasectomy, except it's back and forth on who I hate more between the decision makers of the mutants. You have no idea the physical toll that six different opinions have on a person. <laughs> Look, I like that they manipulate each other, but when they start dragging me into their beef, <laughs> not into it. Well, and it's, I think this like is also hard because it's like, whose side do I? I don't right. know whose side to take because everybody's wrong here. I will always be on Magneto's side. Well, I'm on Doug's side. No, I love Doug. I absolutely and, and love Doug. But also, Doug is being manipulated. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's also trying to, like, using his powers to not be manipulated. Yeah. I just... I, spoiler, I guess. He is a sweet little baby boy, and I do want to protect him forever. But, but you also know I love the gays. Of course. So, my strongest opinion is to go with the gays. That was mine at first, too, but then I was like, y- y'all are being dicks. Everybody here is I being know, dicks. and that's the most frustrating thing, because it's like, yeah, I don't know whose side to be on. Um, but Destiny, earlier in the issue, I was like, all right, girl, I'm there. I am for you. You are mine. But then later on, as I was reading more, I was not into it, and I don't know why, like, why I had that shift. But basically, the, the boys and the girls are just fucking fighting each other and they are trying they're like desperately scrambling to get on top and be one step ahead of each other Mm -hmm. but they can't it's like in world war z when they show the zombies why have we talked about world war z (laughs) on multiple occasions i don't know but it's like you know when world war z when when all the the zombies are mountaining up when they yeah just can't stop climbing over each other that's what it looks like and it gives me so much anxiety when I'm like re- it's really good don't all, like yeah all I know is Xavier is the worst him and Beast I mean and Magneto's not that great but no, like no he's not but at least Magneto knows like what's going on yeah. is a chill whereas like Xavier's just like no dude this is what's I'm, coming I'm doing what yeah. is best it's like no motherfucker you need to chill the exactly yeah so i'm like i'm torn in so many different directions um i don't i don't know whose side i'm supposed to be on but i am just gonna pick someone because i am that type of person and i choose magneto (laughs) so there's that Uh, um but yeah no things are not looking good for any any particular side in this it's just getting real beefy is all i'm trying to say and i think my favorite part of this issue though was when Doug was having that conversation with Warlock about like yeah. trusting Xavier and everything that was going on and so then this, kind of like finding that workaround and yeah. I like that's what I like really loved about this issue because I feel like that was the thing about like House and Powers is it just felt so like you felt so elated by mm-hmm. what was happening and you, you like I know like you feel those like dynamics of like is this the best are they doing what are they doing that's best like are they doing what's best i suppose it's the eternal struggle you never know with like these types of books because it's like we have we have had this conversation so many times Mm -hmm. like even the people who are doing wrong think that they're doing the right thing and so it's just i guess it's all depending on your morals yeah so i just like that idea that like there was this depth of like another person like it's like you feel like doug just kind of like yeah sure i'll do this Mm -hmm. a genuinely good person yeah and it's just like he did think about this more so and like i've had this conversation with christopher before and because like especially with this book he feels very strongly about like them ruining everything that's been built like this like paradise but it's like i think it's like seeing that through rose-colored glasses you Mm -hmm. know it's just like is it paradise like it is and it isn't i think there's like an a dynamic to it and also having like these these men ruling it and also all of these like secrets happening is yeah once again it's just like it's only paradise if that's what you want to see it yeah as, like, if you refuse to like read between the lines <laughs> like and it, it, i get why for some it it is yeah but it's like i would i would hate hate for magneto to rule me anywhere other than the bed <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's totally I just chill. To see your face. 
I'm sorry. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, God. I don't I, really want to. I, just I mean, in the, well, I just didn't want to imagine it more than anything. You're my friend. I don't want to see you naked. Uh, it's not me. It's him. <laughs> He's ordering me to keep my clothes on. He doesn't want anything to do with it. I just, like, that's the thing is, like, about, like, Krakoa is, like, there's still, like, a classism to it. <laughs> Yes. There is. I, I don't I just want to move past what just happened and talk about the classism of Krakoa. Let's talk about how the men rule. Oh, oh my god, they're terrible. <laughs> That's what we're getting at. It's Krakoa is not the paradise that they are making it out yeah, to be. And it's because it. people there are not equal and they are insistent on keeping it that way. And they pretend that it is. Yes. Boom. We <laughs> Roasted. <did it. laughs> we did it. All right. Oh, we got to move on because I can't stop thinking about it now. I, I do want to issue a formal apology to everyone who may have heard that, what I just said. That wasn't me. Um, that I refuse. God just spoke to <laughs> your body. <laughs> I refuse to be viewed in that a, a disgusting way. I don't just dis- I don't think you're disgusting. Anyway, <laughs> next we have uh this is Dark Knights of Steel. We did technically both read this, but I am the only one that buys it. Well, I would buy it. I just you know, it's too late. You just have so much on your pull. It's Yeah, fun. like I like look <laughs> yeah. this week. Um I get the B covers because I think they're really sick, but I'm mm-hmm. not going to lie to you. I am going to go back and buy all the A covers because I do I think I like Artistically, I like these ones mm-hmm. better. Visually, I think I like cover A's better. Like, I think they just look better together. I mean, it would look nice in a box, yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. I love this story. This is just a medieval take on the DC universe where everyone is uh, medieval. <laughs> yes, they um, are. that is yeah, true. Yeah. That is so, not wrong. Like, Superman and his family, they are still technically like aliens. They're from the planet that they're from, but they are ruling here as the the rulers of this uh, kingdom that they're in. I'm having trouble with words. As the rulers of the I, rulers. I can't stop thinking about... Anyway. Are you having sex with my niece? Yes! My God! I said it as a joke, and now I just can't stop thinking about it. Um, Do we need to stop? Do you need to go home? No, I'll be fine. <laughs> okay. I'll be fine. But I'm not not in like a. It's disgusting me. That's why I can't stop thinking about it because I'm. Oh, like, I thought I thought I thought you meant like a horny way. No, it's like I said it as a joke, and now I'm like, God, that would be terrible. I just like, I just want to be friends with him. I just thought you were gonna go home and jerk it to some X Men comics. I probably Magneto will, but comics. like not for that reason. Okay, um, anyway, we're talking about Dark anyway, Knights yeah. of Steel. So, Dark Knights of Steel. Um, so, basically, what had happened, uh, Bruce Wayne is the bodyguard to... I can't remember Superman's name. kal Yeah. My God, why couldn't I not, like, think of that? It just... <laughs> you just it did just leave your mind. Yeah, I saw it, it happen. Was, <laughs> it was there, and then it was gone. Um, so, yeah, Batman is the bodyguard to the L family, is what I'm yeah, just yeah. going to say. Um, the king was assassinated so this is dealing with the repercussions of that like informing the rest of the family the whole kingdom that the king is dead uh superman now has all of this responsibility and stuff that he has to do and also how it impacts the other kingdoms and everyone else that exists Mm -hmm. within this world so i absolutely love this story um, I love the art for it. The art is so good. It's so, 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 so good. I think that's, like, part of the, like, selling point of that book. Yeah. It's just, like, I like the story. I think the thing I like about the story itself, and especially this issue, is, like, the uh, narration. Yeah. And the way, like, you, you don't really know how it's going to end. Like, you think the ending is something else, and then you get to the end, and you're like, oh, this wasn't what I was expecting. Yeah. It, and I think that was, like, a really, like, I thought that was an interesting aspect of it, and I think that's part of what I like about it. I, I love how each character is introduced mm-hmm. in that way, because 
the first ep issue you get like the the main group of people that are like a part of the story but then this issue you get more people added on and you get what's happening to them in the story in regards with what happened in the first issue so i don't yeah. know i think the story is building really well i don't know i wasn't expecting anything less to be honest but i'm very pleased with it yeah no i don't disagree i i wish i had like i said i thought i had like special ordered that first issue so it's weird that i didn't yeah it's i feel like it's really weird that i didn't at least get it doesn't matter well i was gonna say that was the the previews where i had to go in after i thought i already ordered everything and ordered again because my whole like pull box stuff got messed up so it could have had something to do with that yeah and i don't mind reading it off the wall or just like reading yours yeah i mean i think it's not like, I think it's worth picking up for sure. But oh, definitely. I just like, yeah, I like, have so much, and I think it's, uh, I do, it's pretty, it's an interesting story. Mm-hmm. I am, I'm very excited to see how it evolves. It is 12 issues, um, so that's 12 issues of good storytelling. <laughs> All right, so I have another slew of comics here. We got a lot. Um, I, Champ has a lot. I don't have any. I, I've done a pretty good job so yeah. far. Uh, this is Made in Korea. This is issue number six. This is the last issue. Um, I really did like this book a lot. And I liked how it ended. And I liked... I, I know I was kind of like iffy at a point. Just because of the the weirdness of it. I still liked it. But I there was something about it I did not like. Um, I don't know. I... I I would probably put this on like a top 10 list. So I think when we do that recording, I would talk about it more. What category? <laughs> what? <laughs> what category? Uh, like independent or just like in general? In, like an independent? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it is an independent book. I mean, just like a, it's like a good sci-fi okay. book too. I uh, think it's a really good a really interesting book where you explore gender within this world. Um, I, I do want to go back and read all six issues all at once because I think there was like enough of a break between some of the issues where I kind of just like missed stuff mm-hmm. that I could have like picked up more so. Um, but yeah, I really liked it. I think it's I think it's worth a read. I think it's very interesting. The art is so good. Like, really, that is... I like the panels. Yeah, the panels, the colors, like, the softness of it. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it's... There's a guy with a big dong in here. Hold on. Yeah. So... (laughs) Sold. I'm... I'm in. Uh, but no, it is like beyond that. In it's all in all seriousness, it <laughs> beyond is a, the dong. It, it, beyond the dog. <laughs> in all seriousness, it is a very good complex book that I think tells a very good story, very interesting and I don't know, it's I don't like I said I want to explore it more at a different time. Maybe I should reread it or reread it. I should read it when you reread it so that we can discuss it yeah i mean i do want to do that recording soon mm-hmm. before the end of the year so maybe we will <laughs> for the end of the year that's a goal we did it last year but we'll do it this year we, we did promise it with, we did it with patrick last year no that was two years ago because we did it over zoom in 2020 i'm pretty sure oh shit <laughs> oh what happened last year <laughs> Oh my god. Lots. <laughs> a lot. Uh, okay, so now I have the Good Asian. This is issue number seven. I'm pretty sure this is ten issues? That would make sense. I feel like I remember that as well. And there's not a lot to say because this is pretty deep in. Um, the detective investigating a murder, trying to figure out what was going what has been going on in his own turf. Lots of twists and turns in this particular issue. This book is so good though. Um I cannot recommend it enough. Just a lot of the dynamics and what they talk about is very interesting and a very intriguing book. I, and you know I love detective shit. Mm-hmm. I know this is like me playing out detective shit, but I still love it. 
And this book in particular, I seriously is worth a read. I think the back man, ma- God damn it, the back matter is really interesting. I, I when I go back and reread this story, I don't know if I'll go back and reread the story as much as like go back and reread like the back matter that mm-hmm. I've just kind of like skimmed over. But it's just it's good. It's a good mystery and. I suppose there has been, like, some time between, like, each book, so I probably kind of, like, forget stuff, but as it's, like, unfolded, I haven't really... It's been a a mystery that I haven't wanted to solve, if that makes sense. I just kind of, like, want to, like, experience it. Do you... Do you have an idea? No. No? (laughs) Like, this issue, like... All of it, like all of it has, and once again, I think it might be the breaks and like just reading in comic form and also just reading it when I have a shit ton of stuff to read, mm-hmm. but it, I, I didn't like see any of these things. And I think that's part of what I like. And this issue, like definitely you're just like getting things where you're just like, oh, what the, f-? I, I didn't. Yeah. Okay. I liked it. Good. A lot. Good. Good. Um, Next, I have Swamp Thing. This is issue number 10. By popular demand. And it's backed by popular demand for six more issues. Um, it's a good book. It's a swamp book. It's a swamp book. It looks really cool. I I think Ram V is like one of my favorite writers right now. Makes sense. I, I get that. I really love the way, like, especially in this issue, like the narration and like the prose flows very well. And I think there's something about the way he writes just, like, introspective things. Because there's, like, a page in here where I was just like, okay, like, fuck you, man. Like, there's something very, like, I don't know, writes very good, like, humanity, like, outside of humanity looking in sort of things. And also, this panel is sick as fuck. Good. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That art, the art is so good in that book. Yeah, what the fuck? yeah, the art is amazing. The colors are so good, and um, yeah, it just ended. So, and the first trade just came out, which does it collects uh, the future state, and I think the first four issues of this. Uh, I would highly suggest picking up. It's it's such All a good right. story. It's just like you know, bro- brothers, family, colonialism, swamps nature humanity what it means to be human and to just know i don't know lots of stuff Mm. all right so now okay we have buffy the last slayer this is issue number one yeah this is a whole new series there's also going to be six issues of the six six yeah six okay it's a it's kind of set in an alternate universe in the future. Um, Buffy has grown up, and she is... It's, it's, old, it's old man Buffy. Yeah, it's old man Buffy. Uh, she is the last vampire slayer. So it's kind of... Um, I don't know. Vampires are kind of walking around now, um, unimpeded by the sunlight. So it's... Now it's like she's being hunted rather than she's doing the hunting. Yeah. So humans and vampires have come to a agreement that they all won't kill each other. It's like true blood all over again. <laughs> uh, this is so much better it, I, than the main do, title Buffy. Even yeah. like the first issue of main title, Buffy, the main title Buffy was not this good. Um, no, it really, it's like I told you earlier, they did a really good job of, like, capturing the voice of Buffy if she was to grow old. It, yeah. It felt like a Buffy character, whereas, like, in the, the main title story, only at times it kind of felt like her, and even then it was like, oh, okay, so this is, like, really, really regressed teenage Buffy. Yeah. Like, this isn't... Well, and, like, Anya even feels like yeah. Anya. Like, they feel very real. Yeah. yeah and there's some, I don't know, I'm very excited I have a lot of, I don't know. It's just excitement. I, like, I'm, I'm, I'm looking with this. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm hoping it's not bad. Yeah. Because if it's bad, I'll be very disappointed. I'll yeah, be very this, sad. It, honestly, it could go either way. Yeah. But I just think that this was such a strong first issue that I'm going to like it regardless. 
regardless of like Mm -hmm. how much I maybe dislike things that are happening later on. Yeah. The art is really good. Yeah. Um, the story is, yeah, very interesting. Just Buffy in an alternate universe as old woman Buffy. And yeah, I don't know. I'm, yeah, once again, excited to see what happens. It's, yeah, yeah it's, I it's, think it, it's it, almost it, like a classic Buffy story, but as a grown up. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, it's a right feeling. Yeah. They, and, they did a really good job. They did a really good job with it. I don't have a lot to say because I'm just like, I just want to know yeah. how it goes. And I feel like with everything I've said about Buffy, like the main title Buffy, I do want to stress how much better this is. Yeah. But I feel like I'm not doing a great job of that. So no, I think you are. Um, I just think that maybe people won't be able to take you seriously because it's still on your poll. <laughs> There's only two issues left. Okay. Anyway. Uh, I'm just going to move on to other <laughs> vampire stuff. Yeah. Uh, so this is World of Darkness. This is issue number three. Uh, this is the last of this little story arc. Um, Cicely is just kind of leaning into being Prince. And the werewolves have kind of fucked off. But where's, where's my favorite? I forget his name. Uh, Calder? Yeah. He is still in the... In the group. Okay. Just just on, just vibrating, doing his thing. Cicely seems to trust him a lot more. Okay, good, because I trusted him the second that I saw him. <laughs> I still don't trust him. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, I really liked this story arc a lot, like a lot more than I thought I would. Mm-hmm. I actually liked this story arc, I think, more than I liked the first, like, story Good, because the first one was just so dense at times, and I just, I felt like I was so lost with a lot of the things, because there was just so much going on. Well, and I think that's what I liked about this, is it, like, very much condensed that, Mm -hmm. where it's just like, here's what's happening, and I, I don't know, there was something about this I did, like, a lot more. I think it was, like, the flow of it, just, like... You know, it happened in three issues, but I got what was happening very quickly. And the art is... Very good. Yeah, the, the art, art is, is incredible. Fucking fantastic. Like that is, and maybe that is also part of the reason that, I, I mean, liked it so be. much because there are pages and like just the colors too. Yeah, and, like this page in particular, I really liked. Yeah, I I really like the there he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like the art for it, and I think like a lot of stories only need to be three issues, mm-hmm. especially like vampire stories like that. Um. So, I mean, I'm going to read it. I am going to read it. Yeah, I like I really want you to read it in a weird way. I don't I don't know why, but it, I just feel like it's a story that you would really enjoy. I don't know why I didn't get it. Like I don't I don't yeah. know what it was about it that I didn't get cuz I get almost every single vampire book that comes out. Well, and this is a vault book and it's connected to the Vampire Masquerade book we read. So, right. it, is, <laughs> it is weird that you didn't. Yeah. Unless just, you just didn't realize that it was connected to something. And I love Seely too. Yeah. So, the fact that like I don't know, I didn't get it is just so weird to me. Yeah. I don't know. It is a good it is a really good book. I'm going to so read good. it. I'll read it and I'll let you guys know how it is. Okay. All right. Also something we're not going to talk much about. <laughs> yeah. No, we're not. Um, I had Heather read this because I had very just like meh feelings on it. But this is Lunar Room. This is issue number one. I'll just read the back. How about that? Good. Cynthia Sinbreaker used to be a lot of God, things. I hate that name. A werewolf. A mob enforcer for a powerful mage. A name feared. A name feared on every street of Solar City. But now she's forcibly retired from all of those things, trying to get over her past job and past loves. Zack Zero is a mage. Whoa. Sorry, I have to go back. Zack Zero is a mage with their own agenda. And right now, item number one is to hire some protection. Normally, Sin wouldn't look twice, but Zero may have the key to getting back the most important thing she ever lost herself. So it's literally, it is a hot girl who is mad over some past trauma and teams up with a tiny little fuckboy dum-dum. Fuck they them. Fuck they them (laughs) dum-dum. Apologies. Zach Zero just like threw me off. Um, 
But yeah, it's like your your classic trope of like smart, mean woman, uh, small, dumb, they, them. Is that I think us? That's, that's what annoyed me. Well, I can't say like they, they're, um, you know, like boy, but you know the trope I'm talking about yeah, where no, the other partner in, in the team is just like dumb and dopey and just like, I have my own fucking agenda and I know what I'm doing, but I'm going to be like the comic relief for the story. Yeah. I, was, I didn't hate it. It was just like, I've just seen that kind of story so many times that I'm just not interested. I did, however, like the art for it. I did like the art. Yes. I feel like it could have been more nuanced. Yeah. I think that's the thing I didn't like about it is it could have, it could have had something more to it. Just like more like, it was know, very choppy. Yeah. Like the story was very like, it felt incomplete after at the end of every chapter. And I don't know if that was maybe because I was reading it as fast as I was, mm-hmm. but it would, it just didn't, I don't know. It, it was lacking. No. And I agree with that. Like, I don't know if it was like necessarily choppy as much as just like, I don't know. It just didn't hold something I wanted yeah. out of it, which was kind of unfortunate. It was light where it was pretending to be heavy. Yeah. No, it's a good, good way. Good one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so next we have a. Uh, hold on, I have to hold this up like this because I have greasy hands, and this is a black shiny cover. Yeah. Uh, wow. This is Silver Coin. This is issue number seven. This is another book by Ram. Um, so it's Son Paco. Yeah, and Michael Walsh, as always, does the art. Yeah, beautiful, absolutely incredible. Yeah, um, it's just an anthology of horror stories, and yeah. this one is about a man in a casino. Yeah, God, and it's so good. It is so this, good. I, I, all of them have been good so far, and I was like expecting it to be like, I, yeah, I, this is good. Yeah, but this is so. Good. I was like blown away by how, especially like that page. Yeah, in this particular. Pa- <laughs> this page, I lost my fucking. Yeah, I just mind. the, the panel yeah. layouts, the the act of everything yeah. that is happening, and how afterwards he's like, I'm gonna go call my wife. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like what the fuck. It's it's very very good. Just had an orgy. Gotta go. Make, yeah. Gotta go make amends. The colors in it are absolutely. I know we've said this for like every single book today, but the art in this is absolutely incredible. Yeah. And the colors. This stunning. this fucking this fucking stunning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also just like how this like expands the story in a very interesting way. And um, I did just see Michael Walsh post that they are doing a third story arc. Mm, I just got so <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I was pretty hyped on that because it's yeah, just no, like, awesome. this has been a really interesting book. And honestly, I think one of my favorite horror anthologies, like in, including yeah. like movie horror anthologies, it's just like the flow is so much better. And I've talked to people who don't necessarily like it just because they don't like the different writer aspect, but I don't know if they were necessarily going into it realizing that it was different writers. I think that's incredible. That I think that's my favorite, one of my favorite things about it is like the only thing that is similar in any of the books other than the artist is the coin. Yeah. Like I just it. like the dynamics of yeah. it. And I, I know that like some issues, like I kind of want more. Mm-hmm. Like I wish I could have had more out of that, like Joshua Williamson story, like the arcade one, last one. Oh right, right. Which yeah. I really loved that story, but yeah. I just wanted like it just, felt like in and out real quick. Yeah, it just yeah. felt like a. But um, that but that's also like something that's fun about horror anthologies too, is because sometimes you do have those stories yeah. where it's just like it's just like oh I'm done. And Not all like, of them have to be dense and like full of a lot of heart. It's yeah. like horror. It's just like here's the story and then it's done. And I think that's why I appreciate it so much because of course there's been some that I like less than other mm-hmm. ones, but overall like I just I think it's so good. Yeah, I've been so like so overall good. happy. Like I love I can't like I'm trying to like is this what I think this one might be my favorite one. But I don't know. It seems like weird cuz I like I love chips, but I don't mm-hmm. think that one was my favorite out of like that like uh, the Kelly Thompson one, the summer camp one. I loved that Was one. absolutely my favorite yeah. one. Like, that. And I, I love. Mine's going to be next week. Like, that's going to be my favorite one. I'm just saying. Like, yeah. it's Rosenberg, so I'm pretty sure that's what it's going to be. I'm just yeah, going to no, it, it And it's, it'll probably be great. Okay. Is your oven on? No, but we did just get our furnace fixed. I know. I just got stressed out because I started smelling something like. That makes sense yeah. that you just got the furnace fixed. Okay. So, okay. I'm sorry. We got we got to go. <laughs> we have one more book. Uh, this is uh, What's the Furthest Place from Here? 
And this is issue number two. Still yeah. no vinyls, but that's okay. Still, and one of them comes next week. Yeah, it's hell yeah. It's the, the one that is allowed per store for number one. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, Which I just love that I haven't gotten any of them. I'm not complaining to the creators or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, it's not your that's fault, not, Adele. This is an empty an empty complaint here. I am just complaining because I was very excited and I but wanted the, one. But this is straight up Adele's fault. Who? Adele. Like the singer. Adele. Oh, yeah. For she, sure. she I thought you, pre- meant, I thought you no, said Adobe she, for some reason. No, Adele. Was like, Adele. Because okay, she yeah. pressed like all of those like a, like a gajillion copies of her vinyl, which made a vinyl shortage. Does she not know? Literally two people will buy her record on vinyl. She didn't need to make that many. If there weren't any available, people wouldn't buy it. They wouldn't complain about it because no one would buy it. The only reason people did buy it was because they were available. I mean, it was like the only thing available. I know. She <laughs> made a vinyl. Even vinyl shirt. collectors were like, you know what? Nothing else is here. Might as well get Adele. That album is really good, though. It's going to be like the E.T. like uh, Nintendo game. It's like in a giant dump. Do you want to talk about this book? Oh, I wanted to touch fingers. Oh, sorry. My bad. <laughs> I was like, what are you pointing at the book? You were like, let me just see. Okay, okay so, so what's this the furthest book. place from here? Issue number two. This picks up, obviously, where the first one left off. The main character, Sid, is gone missing, and her um, group is trying to find her. Mm-hmm. And you kind of are introduced to more of the other groups and a new character that was a part of... What do they call them? Like, uh, the strange, not the strangers, the neighbors. The neighbors, yeah, yeah, neighbors. Um, so yeah, they they get to go on a little journey through their wasteland with one of the uh, people from the other strangers. Neighbors, neighbors, neighbors. from yeah. one of the other neighbors. That's what it uh, is. I think this does a really good job of like actually like, because you're kind of thrown into this the mm-hmm. first issue, so you're not a hundred percent sure what's going on. Like you know what's going on, but you're like, oh, I don't fucking know. And I still, you still don't hundred percent know here. Um, but it like delves into this world more and like what this post-apocalyptic world is. And I feel like kind of more so like how far out they are. Cause that's something you don't really know when you enter this story. It's just like, how many, how many years has it been? Right. And you also get to see that like, you don't really know what's going on, but neither do they. Mm-hmm. Like they just, they're just doing it one day at a time. Just like, what's up? Here we are. They have no idea what's really going on. They they don't know anything that's going on like outside of yeah, their, their home world. specifically. Yeah. But there was one page in here that I just absolutely loved where it's when they're on their little trip. Yeah, there. And you can see like stuff that had happened like however yeah. long ago. Like the city around them has like fallen apart. So you know that it's like significantly mm-hmm. after the events of this had taken place. But very good. Yeah, it's so good. It's very good. I'm I am looking forward to the vinyls. I'm looking forward to the rest of the story. I like that they're like it's a thicker issue mm-hmm. and it's still three ninety nine. Love that. Hell yeah, brother. Love that. Like I'm poor. Thank you for doing this for me. Um yeah, and Matthew Rosenberg and Tyler Boss every time just like together make Killing. a really great story and I I do really appreciate like the work they put into this. It's um if you are interested in the vinyls, the second printing of the first issue comes out in February. I'm not sure exactly when at the date, but the second printing of the second issue here comes out in March. And then I think by the third issue, hopefully they'll have it figured out. The third issue has one of my favorite bands on it. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, if it doesn't work out, I'm going to scream. I mean, that's how I felt about <laughs> the second yeah, one. I was really emails, which I was so. really like. That's why I decided to start getting the vinyl. So I was like, well, mm-hmm. fine. If this one has this one, on, I'll do it. Yeah. And I started like ordering them, and especially I was like, I, I don't know, because I'm a completionist, so I wanted all of them. But yeah, that's, so not yep. getting this one, I was just like, fuck everything. But it's chill. Yeah, it's very frustrating. It's nobody's fault. Like, it's, it is what it is. And I think that's kind of, like, the, I'm going to get on a high horse here. Just, like, the mentality you should have right now, especially with everything going on. Because there's just, everything There's things that can't be helped. Yeah. You know, like, and, it, do, it doesn't matter how much planning and how much time go into something. Like, some things 
depending on the environment just can't be helped yeah and so you just got to be patient and if i don't if i never get it then i never get it that's it's god's plan i guess don't get started (laughs) with the man upstairs um but yeah it's uh it is what it is and i think just being kind to people who have no control over that is important yeah it's just it is you can't yeah, if you try to take it out on the creators of this book, then you're dumb because what makes you think that they have... They're the ones pressing the vinyls and doing all of that. Like, Matthew they're Rose, the ones Rosenberg in his bedroom, you, like... I would be like, dude... Half I'm, writing, like, typing up comics, oh like, God. pressing vinyl, like, okay. I would send him a message and just say, please cancel all my vinyl orders. Tyler Boss, just like, so I'm going to draw this and then do this real fast. He's like, yeah, pressing vinyl drawing. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> I don't know how to press spinal but that I, seems right i assume it's just like i don't know maybe like it's a putting, t-shirt press. yeah i was gonna say maybe it's like putting french fries in that thing. i don't know who knows uh, who knows but yeah the creators of the books have nothing to do with making the vinyls they literally just write and draw the story so and that goes with people you know who check out your food and work at mcdonald's yeah be and... nice to people who do things for you <laughs> yeah that's what i'm gonna say you know it's just like thinking unless you're hot in which you have every right to be an okay. asshole to someone no but that's fine we'll have that conversation later okay. um but i i'm done do you have anything else do you have anything um, good i mean i'm done with comics but i did want to say if you enjoyed us talking about buffy we have a little side gig with our uh best friend christopher uh called cool couch cinema where we sit on a couch and we talk about uh buffy as we rewatch the seasons and compare the events of the show and how uh, they relate to our world nowadays. So that is all. It's on our YouTube channel with um, Talk Comics to Me. So if you are interested, we would love to have you watch it. That's a good plug. I'm proud of you. That was really good. Also, um, support Synergy Nation. Nation. I can never get the name right. I apologize. Um, within the the group, there are so many other podcasts that you can listen to that have all sorts of nerdy things um, that you can have fun with. Um, the people are great. Uh, there are shirts available for the five-year anniversary. If you want to check it out, just check out Lucian's website. Um, I am not going to try to pronounce his entire name. Mao is on Facebook because I can't remember. So I apologize. But it's the Weekly Geekly that's all was that good plugs that was good plugs okay. and i'll do one last plug yes because yes. eventually i will get up my horror movie top 10 list yes. that i did with um devin from thoughts and shots eventually i i'm actually gonna edit it tonight so cool but it's taking me so long i'm sorry um and one more plug just because um our other best friend is not feeling too well right now um if you need comics pressed or anything like that our best friend patrick cavanaugh at uh titans titan comics pressing press i can never remember the order but i'm so sorry patrick comics Um, titan press yes press comics titan yes uh titan is basically what it is. Um, get a hold of him. He is on YouTube, Instagram. He's on Facebook as well. You can get at him for rates and all sorts of information about pressing comics and also tell him that you love him because he's doing a really good job. He's great. He's great. He's we the love best. him. Fantastic. Um, and that's it. That's all we got. That's all we so got. So go support your little comic book shops, please. 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 Please keep uh, supporting just people. Yeah. Support people. Support your local libraries. Do good things. Be good people. That's it. That's it. That's all we got. We'll see you on the flippity flip. We love you.